Trouble, your bad news. Ignorance. You little bitch troll from hell. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous a flat foot act. I'm not an expert. Riveting. The heat. Startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, the fuzz. Spectacular. Uncomfortable and smelly. Is Poison, your trouble, your physically repulsive. Bad news. Incredible, exciting. Unsettling and riveting. John Law. Bizarre. Sex and awesomeness. Wonderful world fame. Most unusual. A full grown nut. So far, titleless, but. Myself. I got a name. I got a name. Okay, then here we go. We have a name. <laughs> We're calling this the Uncle Eddie Podcast. <laughs> well, then let me introduce to you Uncle Eddie. Yeah, well, I, I, the, the, I was going to introduce you, and then, <laughs> well, okay, we're off on a rough start, but this is Uncle Eddie. Uh, this is episode 253 of the Uncle Eddie podcast series. Uh, you can find episodes 251 and 252 on the internet. All the rest were lost in a fire. There is There are no archives for this show. Uh, in the studio, a beautiful AOC community media sitting across from me, operating the board, and hopefully handling at least 50% of the conversation is uh, my friend, better known to you probably as the half of Jacob and Paul off the wall, TV star and personality, Jacob White. Well, so there, hi, See, hi, I had that whole set up there, and you that, introduced yourself, and now we're fucked. I'm trying to start this thing. I kind of actually like that idea that neither one of us knows who the host is. That sounds a bit like Jacob and Paul, to be honest. Yeah, well, actually, the... Uh, uh, I, I have the question that we're going to call this the toss-up question so that uh, get the ball rolling. And I have no intent to, to necessarily to come up with a solution. But uh, I, I'm seriously, what what are we supposed to do in the media? What What is the media and what's it supposed to do now? Uh, we, all the discussion, the media gave us Trump, and the media didn't do this, the media did that, yada, yada. Uh, so maybe a quick, uh, what, what do you call the media and let's define our terms? And then at the end of the day, what does the media supposed to do? Are they supposed to lead a revolt or uh, calm a revolt down or give us true information and let us decide? And how do you know what's true anymore, which is a separate question. Mm. So uh, what's the deal, man? I would answer your last question first and say that the media, the media's job uh, ideally is the dispassionate dissemination of information. And I think right now what we have is this farcical like Kafkan example of what that becomes divorced of any ethics okay well there's a you have a good answer but it, it begs the question the, the dispassionate distribution of information do they go get the information or do they take the information that's given to them and do they vet that information or do they just give it out because dispassionate implies they do like at AOC you can do anything you want we don't care if it's true or not well, we encourage you to do it whether it's true or not and we're media, so is it our role? And in, 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 is the New York Times supposed to vet what they put on their front page? Or, or am I, is a consumer supposed to assume they do? Hmm. I, I think. And, and if they know shit, are they supposed to tell us and lead the rev- frickin' revolution? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's another question. I mean, if they know something, are they obliged to tell it? Uh, they don't think so. But uh, do they have the best intentions? I, I think that's where we immediately get bogged down in the conversation is by assuming malicious intention for others. When I think almost everybody, Steve Bannon and Donald Trump even, but of course their worldviews are so bizarre and and maligned uh, by by disreality. Uh, I think that everyone has the best intentions except for the, a tiny, you know, all, all the supervillains are trying to help. You know, the guy that's trying to kill half the world's population it, thinks he's doing a good thing, uh, you know, <laughs> in, in, in the sci-fi plots, okay. you know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, and, and so, right. but so, so But so from, from there, uh, 
I think we can get a little closer to uh, what the problem is. And for me, the problem we are now encountering with media is that there has to be a discussion about everything, even when issues are decided. Roe v. Wade was decided 40, 50 years. When was that? It was 40 a long or 50. Time it's, ago. Been, it's been Mid-70s? decided and redecided. And, I can't do that uh, math. It's so long. Well, it's, well, it's even been decided in the court of public opinion. The, exactly. The public vote is now absurdly in favor of letting women rule their bodies, and it's not my business. And yet it's and so, one of can, the main they issues. They can drag it back up because they're in the catbird seat. And so when they start harping on, on uh, I say they, the people that are currently manipulating the media to the best use, which I would say is trumping and <laughs> well I, I would say it's i would say that uh is the far right because everything in the media say call it the liberal media if you want but everything in our media in the u.s is through the lens of the far right you have to appease that mindset with your argument or it's invalid and that's where we are it's it's this result of the southern strategy i think over the course of in a way, years. what you said prior to that is exactly what's going on, though. And, and I forgot the dead gum last train of thought I had. You said, uh, "Well, I think <clears throat> well, the main point is that the, what we have uh, in the U.S. is broad consensus on a number of things." We were talking about this earlier before the show. We have broad consensus that we need prison reform. These are like eighty percent numbers. You go look this up. Uh, Seventy-five to eighty percent on everything I'm about to say. Uh, decriminalization and legalization of cannabis. Uh, a single payer uh, health care and for the for profit uh, uh, industry to be removed that's eighty percent right. of the u s same thing with for profit prisons prison yeah. reform has yeah. broad Justice, support, yeah. and yet none of these things are politically viable and my contention is that it's because we have to have this discussion you and have to, the, the media, media has it, to continue it, it, to prosecute something that is decided, and so you have to go find Joe Blow. Remember, Joe Blow has that argument. Let's get him on again and talk about it. And who it, does who does that? Does that CNN's CNN responsibility? Does MSNBC does that. Everyone it's their does job. it because it's so it, 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 exactly because it's their job. And, and instead of examining, maybe we should have a slightly different job. Uh, and I think also that's because the the media, as we know it, all of these organs with any money are beholden to the CIA. I really think that the narrative of U.S. as supreme do-gooder in the world has to take precedence. And so when you talk about the little girl that's killed, if you're going to if, if you have any kind of readership, unless you're new media, you have to say it was, you know, it was a, 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 an important war hero went in and, and went into this terrorist compound, yeah, when in yeah, reality yeah. it was probably somebody's apartment complex. Yeah, uh, well, the, 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 you say the CIA controls the media. Uh, I, think the, I think the corporation, money controls the media uh, and the CIA, and the whole thing is a, mm. is a giant economic... And it comes it back to the it, it comes back to the money, and that's why the the prevalence of what they they're calling uh, fake news is straight up propaganda and misdirection. That's why it's so prevalent. It costs nothing. It gets uh, clicks. It get it, a, a fake story about Princess Diana was seen dancing with Elvis will get more ad clicks, and they're in more money than a story that Donald Trump has pressed the button and Australia is now uninhabitable. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously. Yeah, that, no, no, and that, that argument is uh, super valid, and I think it's the other side of, of my contention because you have, uh, yes, you, you, you were rewarded in the media for clicks, and you got to raise money somehow, and 
what raises money is heat rather than light. A, sure. Oh, you yeah. know, a, a desolation well, misdire- rather than illumination. Mis- yeah, misdirection yeah. and uh, innuendo and clickbait. And, uh, but I don't think uh, that is a, a, a rule of nature. I think that's a current situation that there aren't a lot of uh, competing forces right now for those clicks. Uh, I, I think I think that people would be more curious if if they were made to be. I, I, I don't mean forcefully. Well, you're but if talking they were, about if, you're, if they're you're brought about, into curiosity about public you, policy. Yeah, you're talking about media literacy, kind of making yes. yourself aware of what's being put in front of you and caring about and, you know, and it. And, and, yeah, and expanding sure, your expanding your knowledge a little bit, so you yeah. know if you should care or not. Uh, well, there's the uh, my argument that. Well, I'll go back to the initial question, though. I, having said that, it's. Uh, uh, we're, as consumers, we're not paying attention to the right things. Uh, some people are doing things maliciously, some are not. Uh, all of it goes back to money. But what's it? What, what's the guy down here at the Daily Advertiser supposed to do? Or what's the guy that, uh, even if he's got real serious influence, what's the guy at the Wall Street Journal or the New York Post or Times or uh, any, any quote-unquote legitimate media or... A, a real citizen journalist, uh, what, what are they supposed to do? Do they go get it and find out? And says who? And then well, uh, that's where my so. mind comes back to uh, what what the people who would try to marginalize my argument would call conspiratorial uh, arguments. I think that they bring these, you know, uh, they either learn not to bring them or they bring them and they're shot down. I think, you know, we have proof of a lot of... Uh, Stories that just don't get reported or get underreported. Get underreported. That are very important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing that the media does that that has basically led us to where we are now. They determine at the, at the very beginning. They determine what you get to choose from. That's the thing. So you really never know what you have to choose from. You're left with a what they consider the most viable option. That is the media, and you can't you can't really crack that if if the forces of the public psyche are heading towards. Uh, the bromance between whoever and whatever, uh, you, you got to get in front of that and get those clicks. Yeah. And, and media determines what you get to choose from. That's why you think you get to choose your president. You really never had well, more exactly. than three or four choices. Oh, no, you maybe don't. A, have, maybe a dozen. Two, but, but, but I mean, the two are vetted. You know, you didn't yeah. have the choice of Bernie. That's the saddest thing about oh, uh, even, this cycle you, yeah. is that, you know, yeah. we did have a leader who was, as the Dow says, who who would make us think we did it ourselves? Mm-hmm. That really was there as a as a zeitgeist of the time, and instead we got another populist and because we were going to well, get we a got populist. A different, we, they both had the same argument to a different crowd, exactly. Uh, and yeah. at the end of the day, straight up, and then you'll I don't think you'll argue the media chose Hillary. Yes, well, and the, Trump. And Trump. Trump, oh yeah, yeah, but, but, in, they, Bernie, they but, but, but in, in the case of Bernie, he was, he was never ever offered to you as a viable option by anybody that wasn't uh, paid by him. Well, and, uh, and, and to our earlier point, people went out and, and sought him civically. People, sure, people went out and oh, yeah. found him. They they yeah. weren't going to get that on the. They might get one clickbait article, yeah, but they're not going to get substantive stuff unless they're going to new media sites. Or going, you know, out into the world and, and talking with people or being organized. So what does that go back to the question of, um, I mean, I'm hammering it because that's, that's, I'm looking at it right here. Those of you who are at home listening and 
thousands of you are listening uh, enthralled, <laughs> I know, but you don't know what we do for a living, but Jacob and I are in the business of media, and we give media to human beings for nothing, so there's no commerce influencing our, our free media, uh, and, and you can do what you want here, but what are we supposed to do? Is it our, is it, if I'm going to be a real journalist instead of a citizen yelling into a microphone, and I put on a real media hat and say, now I'm a journalist consumer, uh, take from me what I offer. Am I supposed to offer them what I saw or what I think I saw or what's good for them? That's a, yeah, that's or a what I'm paid to tell them? Uh, it's whatever you can do while sleeping at night. And, well, that's the problem, bro. A lot of people sleep, they take drugs, and they sleep just uh, fine with yeah. their dick in my behind. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. There you go. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, that's just such a, a good question. I, uh, it brings me back to what I was thinking a little bit earlier while you were talking about what the people are going to, where, where the people's uh, focus is going to lie. And Socrates thought it was just by chance. You know, the masses are just unwise, and sometimes they hold good views, and sometimes they hold bad views. Right. And I, I think that's what we saw, unfortunately, uh, you may disagree with this uh, with Hillary and with Trump because in my mind both of them are, are so bad now Trump obviously is, is scarier but Trump is also kind of this like scab that maybe signals something's happening with you know he's so grotesque maybe the body is like processing <laughs> yeah oh well we've us. we've totally pushed the cancer to the surface <laughs> yeah yeah you got you got yourself a big boil right there on your nose you want to pierce that sucker yes okay uh, he's he's a blemish he's a stain but he's also he's uh, getting people to shut down airports which oh, you yeah. know might, yeah, which might be bad for travelers but I, I, and the economy yeah, and in the end even. i think that's that's another of my questions is uh um how is the call to arms going to work if there is one? Um, the the president has straight up said CNN is not allowed to talk to me and I'm not giving them any information and my people don't go on that station. So he's starting to pick and choose the voices that by his own terms, by his own terms, will tell the story we want told. And then you, you take off and run down that path for a while. Uh, if CNN is out, how who leads the revolution? CNN can do it from outside saying, hey, we're excluded, but we hear." Because we hadn't sold out, we're allowed to tell you what we've heard. Well, and that's, and the, yada, yada. That's, it, it, that's the great thing, is that you can start to envision a way where things might actually change. Because CNN, of course, has sold out. But if they're selling out, contract just expired, and they're going to be edged out, maybe they'll actually be critical of power. Because, it, because as we were talking at the very beginning about what are they required to report, what is the media there to do? Well, lately, to me... Anything that, that the people I talk to get a hold of, unless they're radical, is organs of the states, uh, uh, you know, from the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, they're not reporting what's happening. They're reporting what the state says is happening. Precisely, which is why CNN is on the outs now. Yes. They were reporting what the state was saying. For, 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 uh, and, and uh, you know, the whole algorithms that search engines deliver what you want to hear, yada, yada, yada. And now the the president by by control of his own his own just telling the media that you're out now. There is no there is no media as you would say is to tell truth to power. We're not going to allow you to tell truth to power. We're not listening. We dismiss you from the gene pool of media. Well, and see, that's uh, that's where we can look back. So now to independent media is CNN now independent media. Do yes. they throw down on the president? Do they go all in? 
do they start telling their own distorted truths huh. uh, to get even? Seems to me they could get by just by telling the truth, truth. But uh, sometimes you got to be louder. Yeah, well, and sometimes you're not interested in the truth. You know, you have your own. How many narrative. clicks can you get? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you know Beyonce's going to have twins, by the way? Yeah. Oh, man. I Let's do. want to talk about that for a while. Oh, boy. Let's talk about that for the rest of the hour. <laughs> there you go. How, how long is this thing going to last? <laughs> well, we're almost done. I see 15 minutes. I got some sound effects. We can make this last 30. <laughs> well, uh, flush it out. Um, well, I'm, we, were, we, were, we were trying to answer the ultimate question what's the responsibility of media? What do they do now? And, and what is the media? And how, 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 do, how does the media become empowered? And what side of a obviously let's just go straight to a, a different part of this conversation. There are sides now. This is no middle. There is nothing called the middle anymore. But then, but then, name uh, the sides. Are there just two? I, I think there are just two: the smart and the dumb. Are the, <laughs> <laughs> thus, the us and them. Yeah. Uh, and see, I realize this, and I'm consumed by this. I realize the vast majority of Americans couldn't care. They they really do care more about Beyonce being knocked up. Than they do about not this. the vast majority, but, but, the, but uh, a know, lot of people the, don't. The same care, amount that voted for Trump, twenty five percent. Would you agree that the degree of commitment and polarization and entrenchment is more extreme than it's ever been? Uh, no, not than it's ever been, but certainly it's it's remarkable how how entrenched people are. But I think it's also remarkable how committed the those on the left are to keeping it that way. Uh, I, I think in their rhetoric, they're they're so they, they become what. We what I used to joke about what the Republicans were, which was just recalcitrant to uh, uh, reality. In fact, there's a term for it, naive realism, where one believes one's ideological opponents are ignorant, uninformed, unintelligent, and it doesn't bear out. Okay, I was in the parking lot talking with two of the Freedom Forum guys, which R.I.P. Freedom Forum. Uh, you know that these guys are basically apologists for Trump. Uh, you know, you know, support the guy completely. Freedom Forum used to be, uh, for those of you who don't know, a show on AOC that was. It still has the upside down flag, which signals distress. But it used to be just critical of power, regardless of who was in power. Now there were, you know, they they certainly tend far right, but they they they, they they're critical of the state, which is important. We don't have yeah, enough yeah. of that. Yeah, they were. And and, and they now the they still are. Thing. And now yeah, yeah. out in the parking lot, the things we were agreeing on were uh, the the double standard uh, that exists uh, when our military does something versus when something is done to us. You know, we can go and kill all the women and children we want, but when ours get killed, it, it's it's a tragedy. It's a, a human rights crisis. It's a terrorism, and and we, I and these Freedom Forum blokes. Uh, we're agreeing on that, uh, e- even if they're. I mean, Tom and I agreed on a lot more. They they actually said to you that it, they did not agree with the idea of dropping bombs on innocent people and so forth. That they, he See, still doesn't I want. Typically, get the idea they just figure a few innocent babies being blown up as part of the deal. Yeah, and, and that is, uh, I, I imagine that uh, they certainly more than Tom Parker uh, and Tom Fitzgerald and Hartwell, they probably trend toward that mindset of. Uh, Military action being just or effective. Collateral damage. Yes. But, uh, but still, for the most part, they're critical of the very idea that we go. They're, they're military isolationists, which that's, that's part of the funny thing about the, uh, the narrative. Like I hear it on NPR especially, but I hear it everywhere. Isolationism is this dirty word. It's, it, it's related to 
you know, World War II and, and, you know, everyone was economically isolated and look what happened, you know, after World War I, World War I led to World War II due to economics, essentially. And uh, so, you know, we know that, that that isn't the way to go. And in fact, that's kind of the direction that Trump seems to be going in certain ways, which uh, could be catastrophic <laughs> for the world economy. But regardless, what, what has been equated in the media as isolationism is, is only smart military uh, strategy. You don't go around kicking up anthills, and that's what we've been doing. And then, we, then you got to go and rebuild the anthill for the ants. Well, that's part of how our economy works, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. That, that's yeah, that's uh, why that's, we don't have wealth in this country yet. I right. mean, I mean, granted, uh, sorry, sorry we, let me yeah, be clear. Yeah, well, yeah, There's tons to. of wealth in this country, but that's why the average individual doesn't have it. It's because we've been going and giving it away around the world in the form of, you know, military there's so much money being made and so much influence made by the people and it goes back to the the capitalism the commercial side it's not the generals that are, that are making us have wars it's the people selling the bombers i mean the general the you know that the, the the f-35 whatever that thing is, is yeah uh, everybody in the whole business says we don't want it didn't need it didn't ask for it and then now you're gonna buy this because it puts jobs in yep. in portland where states. the factory is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 40 states get touched by a thing so we're gonna build it for you whether you like it or but not that's the funny thing that, you really think uh, those people couldn't be put to better use building infrastructure fixing bridges but that's, that's the whole another part of the argument that when, the, when you start to bring in some logic and it, it applied to those poor people up in, in the coal mining area where they're sitting there waiting, which they think is we're going to go back to coal-based uh, energy, and it's just not efficient anymore. It costs too much to get it out of the ground and not yeah. that much left. Other ways to do things, they're, they're screwed. And so what we're telling them is, hang in there, we're going to get you your coal jobs back instead of run down to the civic center and we'll build you a civic center for learning yeah. and learn how to code something or learn how to do something. Anything, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that's the uh, that's the, the the weird. It's the Southern strategy writ writ in microcosm. It's it's this like a uh, uh, weird like need to value your the means of your employment, whatever you want to call it, what you're working for above like any moral consideration. It's like my job, you know, your job. Your job is secondary. You, you, you know what? What? What are the things? Uh, uh, mother, country, God, God, mother, country, whatever it is. Job yeah. ain't in there. Yeah. Your well. job. It, it, that's what you fritter away your time at, so that you can buy fritters until you die. It's not. Well, now you sound like a millennial, Jake. I'm surprised. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and I love my job. You have the kind of job that, quite honestly, that can make a difference. You, you, mm. get, you, you make enough to eat Raymond with pork and beans every now and then, uh, and you can, you can do things with your job. You have real impact. And so for you, and because the kind of person you are, uh, it, it, this is a good job. It's a good fit. But it, it, not everybody has this kind yeah. of situation. And there's not enough and room we could. for everybody. To... Well, there's not enough room for everybody to do what we do, but there but, is, and this yes. is this wholly unrelated to, to the media, but what happens... And, and a lot of people are talking about it. Well, what happens when Automation. we we start to understand that we have to retrain these people, and it's not necessarily in black and white capitalistic terms that we might have to figure out a way to empower real artists so that they can they can be artists and create create art, uh, and then you know what's art, yada yada yada, or people who can do things that are not strictly dollar per 
bead of sweat, but societal yes. contribution, and socialism all the way through and through, or well, uh, thick estate, but. That has to happen, in, comparatively speaking, in short order. Yes. Because things are happening fast. Robotics are happening fast. 25% of current jobs will be gone in five years. Five? Robotics and automation. 25%. See, I don't totally... You can't dis- even I don't them. disbelieve that. Right? Yeah. That's 20... Yeah. That's, in that's the U.S., a, that's like 30-something million jobs. Yeah, that's... Uh, but we, that, we, but we, it makes sense. And, and the thing is... That's the problem with the narrative that we have. It's like, oh, what a tragedy. Instead of how amazing is that, yeah. we're going to be great. But yeah. guess what? we got to figure out how to use that wealth. And if the current paradigm of, of this guy gets half of it right off the top, this one, <laughs> this, yeah. know, one family, I yeah, mean, yeah. It, it, what, what they said uh, in Trump's, that Trump like got, got uh, his cabinet together and it's got like 25% of... Uh, you know, more than the wealth the, of, like, the yeah, bottom, the, whatever uh, it was. Just his cabinet owns number. something on the order of more than 85% of the rest of America put together. No, not that it's high, a, but it was, that, like, 50. Some absurd it's amount. It's like the low 50%, yeah, yeah, which uh, is, you know, just and it, hundreds that, of billions in assets. That, that leads to a lot of absurdities, but it also speaks to the kind of person, the persons that are making the decisions for us now. Uh, yeah, but, so the, but it's been those people. See, that's the thing. Well, the, the, these those people, people are these more are, like the people that they're replacing than they are like. Oh us. yeah, they've yeah they've certainly just taken a bad situation and made it worse. They didn't go yeah. from okay to bad. They were, it so was terrible, and now they made it worse. That's the positive irony we're faced with here. For me, is that you have all these people. Uh, you know, the Women's Day thing was planned regardless. That was going to go uh, off on a Saturday, but you know, it would have been, imagine Woman's Day if Hillary had won. It would have yeah. been nice. It would have been fun. Yeah. It wouldn't have been like it was. Oh no. Wouldn't nothing like that at all. That's the funny thing is that it takes, it, it takes rock bottom, man. So now that we're empowered and by going, being out of power, <laughs> well, yeah, well that's happened. That's what happened. But we that's we realized thing. that, Hey, you know what? We're, we were just sitting fat and happy. I just, everybody though, was fat and happy. We're true. doing great. We're going to have the Supreme court. I just Hillary hope the lessons don't immediately evaporate so. because, because the lesson should be that we've been out of power, not that we got out of power uh, 12 days ago. You know, we, we, the people have been out of power for at least 40, 45 years, uh, you know, and they've been losing power before that. So you want to bring it all the way back to the people. I not, want to bring it back, back to back Eisenhower. I want to bring, bring it back yeah. to we got to spend our money here. We have so many resources, and we can, we can continue to help all over the world, I don't, but to build this... This military infrastructure just the, to... See, my problem is not the money we give away out of the country. It's the money that we don't spend in the country. Yes. Oh, I, I don't mean should, like donating. You know, I mean, no, because you know yeah. the budget for... for that, that's one of the things that's always yeah. on the chopping block is foreign yeah. aid. Foreign aid, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like 0.5% of the budget. It's, it's a, a donut million, on the day you go into the buffet. Or yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, same with welfare and, well, and all those social yeah, yeah, like, so, uh, social uh, things food, are attacked. Uh, the farm bill is like eighty billion a year. Nothing, nothing compared yeah. to what it's we one airplane, bro. It's <laughs> yeah. just one airplane. So the uh, the the what do we do with people that are uh, not being retrained? How do we incorporate them into society? Uh, at least that is a net, and supposed to a net loss, a net gain. At least just net break even. Uh, and how do we evolve as a society that is quite literally? Uh, we're working our way out of what we do, and aggressively so. Now we're going to fuck it up a little bit with net neutrality and everything. They're going to there's going to be a huge uh, crash in innovation, despite what you hear. People are going to tell you, 
uh, innovation is going to go through the roof of the net neutrality when, in fact, it's going to stifle innovation like nobody's business because uh, it'll add a huge cost to entry to everybody that innovates. Yes, uh, that's uh, not but, there now. But I, I think uh, I think uh, you're not being short-sighted, but you're you're arguing along the two side paradigm again because I think what will happen is kind of like with Trump. If net neutrality, like this, is the argument for letting them try to enact their draconian policies because I think the innovation will actually allow us to have... You're going to just start having Wi-Fi all over. People are going to come up with ways to... So to, you think there'll be literally uh, we're change pirate the connectivity. Works. Yeah, because the Internet still is kind of this one big pipe. It's all connected. It does not have to be. It could be a swarm. You know, it, it could be Internet... The real like internet, whatever it would be, three What are we on? Is this the, the oh, second? I don't know internet? that. See, I never Dark kept up with all was... that. I, 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 I'm not sure how all that worked out in the end of the day. Other than, I think that you give the, the amount of connectivity that we would lose when corporations take over. Yeah. The access to information, the ease of distributing content, and oh, can you imagine how upset it's, people are going to be sitting there on their phones when they're unable to connect to certain sites because they're just, you know, sorry, yeah. buddy. Oh, you, you're on Cox. Well, this is an LUS yeah, distribution yeah, that happens in Lafayette them. right now. Yeah, Google didn't sign that with them. Yeah. So you're, it's happening here right now on your yeah. on your cable. Same thing is going to be on your internet, and they're going to tell you it's good for you. But but you know, okay, here's another <laughs> here's another thing I think could come in the next four years. Uh, some kind of big antitrust movement, because again we have antitrust such a, or anti-Trump. Uh, oh no! Well, we got the <laughs> anti-Trump, but an antitrust uh, movement could foment just because. Of, do you, you, do you really truly think the courts, the, the courts, or anything regarding legislation is going to go towards antitrust? No, not legislation. No, no not so, in the, and the courts are. Uh, the courts. Three hundred eighty appointments that they held up on. Yeah, Obama but all you need is filled. one. All you need to do is find the right appellate. Judge. All you need is one decision, just for for the public opinion to get there. Well, maybe so. Golly, man, that's. But such then it a, takes uh, years to to get through the court. Yeah, so you know yeah. that that would be. May, there yeah. might be something coming up now. It's just. But that's the kind of thing that needs to happen, man. What the people need to realize, and and that comes back to my argument earlier. Uh, we got to stop. Cutting out potential allies because they don't pass our litmus test. We got to start hanging us? out with uh, us is liberals. Okay, liberals. Liberals, liberals on the left. have their nose in the air way more than they should when their argument is supposedly the correct one. We need to be willing to stoop to other people's levels if we're going to if we're going to build enough of a coalition to get what we want. Done. Uh, I need you to help me interpret. Okay. Interpret that. Are we, you're saying liberals are smug? Oh, well, you know that. Yeah, that's why I use that word. Uh, so, are, but are liberals, is, we're thinking wrong? We're thinking too much like Americans? Since we, we're Americans, we're right, fuck everybody else? We've become the arbiters of what is correct. Well, sure, we're Americans. And, that's the well, but, but, that, okay. but, but well, we don't yeah, believe in a, American exceptionalism. We, yeah, we don't, that's a, that's, liberals yeah. don't, I don't believe in American exceptionalism. I think that's obviously, you know, a retarded worldview. It's it, super it, retarded. And, <laughs> it's, and, 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 and totally American. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And I use that word retarded because it has a meaning, you know. It, it doesn't have to malign or deride. But I also use it because it is uh, illustrative of where the argument goes. Because where could that argument so quickly go? Oh, I'm, that is offensive. You shouldn't use that word. <laughs> if it's offensive, fine, then. Let's 
let's, you know, you can, you can offend me if you want, or you can leave. But what you can't do is turn the argument into you're offended now. We need to have arguments. And if it gets yeah, well, that's held the, up by the, by the use of language, then that's the fault of the person offended. I'm sorry. The, well, uh, the I think person that, offended is the, stopping that the, discussion. Yeah, well, uh, the, the I'm offended and you can't have that conversation, I think that's going to go away. There isn't, you know, the ebb and flow of everything. Yes. And I think the ebb and flow of everybody's so touchy and hyper PC and all that. I think that's going to ebb a little bit. Yes, and, and, and uh, where, where do you think that comes from? Because for me, I think that it comes, comes from... from it's the same kind of vacuum of stuff to talk about. It's easier to talk about somebody got offended than it than yo the military is screwing up all over the world. We've been having a, a war in the Middle East for forty something years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, jeez, obese. I, I lost I lost your your line of thinking there. Other than uh, oh well, I just mean like there, there if, are things we can focus on who, that are important, and the things that aren't necessarily important for everyone to be focusing on is that this person screwed it. This person was super mean, and they got fired. You know, sure. It's just it's but on the, on the bigger scale, the that goes stuff. back to the question: then who determines that? The media. Yes. The media determines the conversation, and right now they're determining super duper, superficial, misdirected. Uh, they're reporting what is said instead of what it means. There's no interpretation. There's very little there's, vetting. There's no cooey bono. There's no who will benefit. No. They're not doing that job of the no. detective. That's, so that's, that's where we are now. And if there's such thing as the media headquarters, we would tell them to become uh, what? A hound dog. We, we would tell them to, uh, every time anything is said, say, but is that really yeah. true? Question it before you report it. Yeah. So that we can count on you reporting something you've at least validated and, and, and that is because by the time it gets to a person, they're passively absorbing it. Very rarely oh, do you certainly. have people who are absorbing this media critically. And so that is a power that they have and that they abuse and that they've forgotten is a power. They, oh, are, they know they it's are a power. They're using the it. Sure. Oh, they control the narrative. They've been masters of control. Then, then the again, narrative. I mean, they all must be on ambient to be and able to sleep at night. Well, they're staying way ahead of the control of the narrative, too. If you go out there and do the unthinkable and listen to the other people, they are totally running the narrative. They picked the number 109 people were affected by this Muslim ban, and they're hopping on 109 people. Now, that's been widely debunked in, in a thousand different places, more than 109 on one airport, for heaven's sakes. But that's the number that the right, and by the right, I mean all of that that whole media side of the media spectrum are pushing, and 45% of the American public believe that right off the bat because that's what they've been told. And it's straight-up lie, half-truth, misdirection. And the other side goes, uh, well, that, that could be a lie. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We're not going to take the time or... That's not relevant, or what happens? And this is an unanswerable question. We've gone way over time. Yeah. Even if I take out all the F words, we're over time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think in I think summation, we're going to go with to be continued for sure. Okay, cool. But yeah. uh, you had a thought? I was just going to say, uh, to sum up, that uh, the media is there to, uh, as I said at the beginning, disseminate, informa- disseminate information. And what, what it does with that is... All of our business, whether we uh, absorb it or consume it or not, uh, and I don't. I don't consume any of that passive stuff, except like you do with with right wing radio, just to see what they're up to. 
I, I, you know, I don't buy any of it, man. I they listen. are uh, they are very very effective. They're masters at what they do. I mean, yeah. they, they, uh, but but imagine I, if they turned that power. To, to good, to good. good. That's uh, that's why this looks so much like watching a movie. Uh, yes, you know, peeking through a window into a movie theater, watching a movie. I'm not even in the in the theater. This is so bizarre. I'm watching a movie yes. uh, through a kaleidoscope or some kind of shit. Well, you, and it's you're it's talking like, about the cave parable, man. You're talking about Plato. Uh, is that, see, I don't know. You're too deep for me there. I can't. <laughs>